Welcome to the Christian Media Marketing Podcast, where we talk all things social media marketing to help your Christian media, Christian missionary, or church outreach find the seekers in your context. We want to help you get the right message in front of the right person at the right time and even on the right device. Are you ready? Here's your host, John Rawls, owner of Kavanaugh Media. Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. Welcome today. My name is John, and I am so glad that you've taken some time out of your schedule to be a part of this conversation that we're going to be having today about finding seekers. Now, this podcast is specifically developed for those who are working in the Christian area, whether that be trying to find seekers, raise awareness about your ministry, or for those of you who are really close to my heart, those of you working in places where the gospel isn't yet in unreached or unengaged people groups around the world. And one of the things that we're seeing is that media is helping to find seekers and that they then are contacting the workers saying, tell me more about Jesus. So in today's podcast, I want to talk to you a little bit about this idea of a crowded pond and really just some of the thought process that needs to go in to this whole system as we think about it. How do we get the right message out there to the right person and definitely at the right time and thinking through really what do we want to do in that whole process in some ways it's kind of like fishing now jesus says and he uses the idea the analogy of the harvest and he says the harvest is plentiful but the workers are few and you know i used to believe that verse i believe the bible is inspired and completely true but i used to always think that it was someplace else that the harvest is plentiful someplace else than the field that I was working with a team doing church planting at. And yet the reality is, is that we're seeing that there are seekers all around the world. There are people looking, they want to know. But when it comes to media and social media, it's a pretty crowded pond out there. There's a lot of people throwing their hooks into it. There's a lot of competition. There's a lot of money that's being pumped into it. And so we need to really make sure that the way we're doing it makes sense, that it works. Now, Jesus said in Matthew chapter 4 to come follow him. He will make us fishers of people. And it says that they did that. They left their nets. They followed him. And the reality is, is that when he said that, there were different types of fish in that area. There were multiple types of fish and there were multiple types of nets. And in reality, we're in that same situation today. We have all sorts of different ways to try to find people, and we have even maybe one of the greatest nets that there has ever been, the internet, but we've got to use it wisely. And so media is just the beginning part. Our hope is that through media, we can find seekers or get awareness and get people to consider who Jesus is or your church or your ministry or or whatever that might be. But the social media part, the online part, is just the beginning. This is not a magic bullet. This is not something where you just spend $50 and run an ad and say something that sounds spiritual and that's it. Your work is done. Hardly at all. It is very much time consuming and it takes a lot of work, a lot of testing to figure this out. But it works. It works everywhere around the world where there's internet and where there are seekers. I believe, Jesus, that the harvest is plentiful. So there are four C's that I want to share with you today uh, that go through my mind, at least, as I'm beginning to think about 
an ad campaign. Really, regardless of where I'm going to be using it at, these four C's help drive my thought process, and I wanted to share with them, them with you today. The first one of those is that you need to catch people's attention. You are putting out your message, but it's only one of hundreds of thousands of messages that they're going to see every day. And so we want to be able to see that our message is one understood, that there's a clarity to it, but also that it's caught, that it catches their attention. And some of the ways you need to do that then are really listen and look about the persona, the people you're trying to reach. Observe the world that you are working in. Ask questions. Go on Twitter. See what people are are, are talking about. What key phrases and words are people saying? And really, this comes back to this whole idea of permission marketing. Seth Godin wrote a really, really good book about that, about turning strangers into friends and then friends into customers in the business sense. And really, when you're you're walking through that, it's true of all ads and marketing. People don't want to see those. Uh, there's a reason why Netflix and some of these others are expanding is because you can watch the shows when you want them without getting all those kind of interruptions. And so what are we going to do? How is our ad going to be structured in such a way that it will actually catch people's attention? And there's two parts to that. There is the copy, which are the words that are going to be used in your ad. And then there is the creative, the picture or the video itself. And so when you're thinking through, first of all, the the creative part, yes, video is great and you can use your cell phone to capture a tremendous amount of video or take great pictures. All of those things are fantastic ways of getting some great content. And take real pictures. Take pictures of the place where you are. Try not to just use content that you have purchased or bought online. Look out there. Look to see what people are saying and where are they for the people that are in your target audience. And so that's going to be a big part because you want people to realize when they look at this ad, wow, I recognize that place or I know that street or I know what this person is. I feel like I know them. We want the persona, the people you're trying to reach to match what the ad is talking about. And that also comes back to really just the copy itself. The words that we use really need to be their words. It needs to be human. It needs to give answers to the questions that they are asking. And and so it's like, in a lot of ways, I feel like we're in this reverse world of Radio Shack. If you remember that at all, one of their key phrases was, if you've got questions, we've got answers. But a lot of times we're walking around going, we've got answers, we've got answers, but we don't know the questions that people are asking. And so we need to understand and to listen and to see what are the words that they're using? What are they talking about? What problems are they facing? What's happening in their life? And so really listen to what is happening and use the words that they say. And that's really, really important because as things like chatbots and other things come along, it's easy to try to do these things where it looks like there's a conversation, but it really, really isn't. So use words and answer the problems and ask questions, but make sure that the questions that they are asking. It's been said that you can't tell somebody what to think, but you can tell them what to think about. And a really well-crafted ad 
will catch their attention and get them to begin to think about what you are putting in front of them. Now this works with push, which is Facebook or Instagram, where you're putting something in front of people. They're not actively searching for it. With Google, and you run Google ads, you're pulling people from those search results to your landing page or website. And in that way, you wanna use keywords and phrases as well of things that they are searching for. So really the same process goes into all of that. So experiment, look for pictures. One of the things that I discovered was that the color yellow is open more often than other colors. So I try to use yellow a lot in the pictures that I use. Video is working great. And there will be a point where maybe it won't work as well. But you test in your audience, in your context, to see what's going to catch people's attention. Once you catch their attention, then you want to get them to begin to consider. And that would be the second C, to consider your content, what it is that you're putting out there. And so you're talking about people who maybe are just beginning to search about who is Jesus. And so your website, your landing page, all of that needs to have more information, testimonies, maybe longer videos, other articles, all designed to work well on mobile first, because an ad itself can't answer all the questions. In fact, it shouldn't. We're just wanting to catch their attention. It's a hook to get them to come to the website, and then we can retarget them later on with more information or with more types of ad that fit with where they are and with what they've done on the website. So the best way to do that is have great content on your website. Articles, previous campaigns that you've done, all of these things can help you develop a content library that can be on your website so that people can learn more, ask questions, and really be guided through this process of beginning to think, what does it mean to be a Christian, to be a follower, of Jesus. And so we want people to first catch their attention and then consider what it is that we are sharing with them. And then the goal there is to have them send a private message, to download a Bible and or send us a private message. And that begins the third C, which is a conversation. This is, as I was saying earlier, the permission-based part of marketing. They have opened up, they have asked a question, they've made a con a comment or something there, and now the opportunity is there for someone, hopefully a local person in your context, in the local language, to be able to begin to have this conversation with that seeker. Finding out things, what brought you to the site? Why you know, are you here? What are you looking for? And the goal with every team that I work with is to try to get them to not ask questions that just end with a yes or a no, but to really ask questions that get the person to open up and share. We use a phrase called six bubbles. And so if you're looking there with texting and one person's typing and that's then one bubble of what they've said and then you respond back, that's the second. We're looking at, at trying to get at least six bubbles in those encounters. And we're trying to filter and see, is this person really seeking? So one of the things that you can do there is, is help them, give them content, and give them something that they can read and obey. So give them some scripture, encourage them to download it or to come get a Bible and bring a friend. Ask them if there's others who might want to read or discover about Jesus as well. Begin to implant that, that idea, that DNA of groups, even right there. 
And what we've seen is that when people do this and when the conversation starts, instead of pushing to conversion, once we have this conversation first, then we'll know the right time to move from online to offline. And we'll be able to really pass this person on if it's to somebody else with a background and a history and with teaching and discipleship that really is preparing them for that face-to-face meeting. And so make sure that the goal there is you're trying to have people have a conversation with others. And so as you're putting out this empathy marketing of love or forgiveness or acceptance or security or significance, as they respond, you'll know what ad they're coming from, but you really need to listen and look and ask questions and have them share. And this is this permission human conversation part. This is letting them know that they are not alone, that they there are actionable and answerable things that they can do that's going to move them from the unknown to the known. And so this moves from something that they know to this unknown of Jesus. And I will tell you that I think this is the way that Jesus worked. And I'd look even at the woman at the well as she encountered Jesus and how that conversation took place. So all of these things can help you be able to do that when you're speaking clearly with them. When you take that time to understand who they are, you are not just saying, hey, here's who we are, but you're beginning this story. You're letting them share theirs. You're sharing Jesus's story. You're thinking about it as a process and steps, and you're moving with them from not knowing who Jesus is to knowing them. And that's the final C then, and that's conversion. That is at that point where that person moves from online to offline or they move from not following Jesus to wanting to follow Jesus. We want that. That's the end result. But the key here is we can't push for it. We need to think conversations before conversion and then they will come. If we start where they are, if we catch their attention, if we get them to begin to consider the message of Jesus, if we give them content that was really going to help them, We get the Bible in their hands. We answer their questions. We have a conversation with them. We walk with them. We look for obedience to God's word of reading it, of asking questions, of sharing it with others. Then true conversion can happen. And so I hope this will help you as you think through how you want to set up your systems. It's not just creating ads. It is having people who can have a conversation online It's having people who can meet people and disciple and evangelize them face-to-face. It's a team effort, and I hope that you are prepared for that and have a team around you. So I hope this answers your questions for this little part. If you do have other ones that maybe this opened up some new questions for you or something related to this, make sure you send me a private message. You can find me on Instagram, just in John Rawls. I am on Facebook or our Kavanaugh Media website. Send me messages. Ask the questions. We want to help you here accomplish what God is asking you to do. And we hope the media can be a part of that process. So until next Friday. Keep testing, keep trying to see what God is doing around the people that you're working with, and we will be praying and hoping that God will bless your efforts. Until next Friday, if the Lord wills, take care and God bless. Thank you for listening to the Christian Media Marketing Podcast. We hope you subscribe to it and that you'll share it with those who are also laboring for the Lord to find seekers in their contacts. May God bless you in all you do for Him and for His kingdom.